Well, folks, the birds are chirping, and spring has officially sprung. Welcome back to another wholesome edition of Beards, Brews, and Bros. I am your host, the man from Moss River, with my co-host, the consigliere of flat-chested women everywhere, Mr. Byron Moss. (laughs) And last but not least, the man who tackles all of our little problems in our lives, Mr. (laughs) K-Rock. Wow, you know, you called earlier and said you were going to roast him. I was not prepared for that at all. Bravo, Uh, 10 out of 10 stars. (laughs) The thing is, it's nothing I haven't heard before. Jeez, that was also. Also, I call bullshit, bullshit on the spring, fucker. It was literally slowing and sleeting here. Well, it was snowing here, but it it was as cold as the witch's tit here. But that's it. I I didn't really have anything else crazy today. It seemed Uh, like the customers were kind of coming in, and we had the nasty clam chowder. But hey, yeah. (laughs) Well, folks, we were, were. we're back in this week's episode, and we want to extend our apologies for we we tried an experiment with our March gaming madness, and it just didn't pan out the way it was. I know a lot of us got requests back for to go to our usual content because you know what you folks love hearing us talk about nostalgia, talking about you know classic retro toys, you know our crazy segments, our news that we give you every week. And, you know, these last few weeks, we kind of let you down. We just wanted to say we apologize for that. And sometimes you just try new things out, and and it just is, it, it doesn't pan out, and that's okay. You know, this is an L we'll take, and we just want to make sure we're delivering the best content that you, the audience, want. So we're going we're gonna to just take it back to the, to the basics. So, so prepare for a really fun episode today. Absolutely. So, Kyle, why don't you do the rundown for us this week? Why don't you go ahead and give us the breakdown? Uh, yeah, let's start with yesterday. First and foremost, that was uh, it was opening day for Major League Baseball. Thankfully, there was no lockout. We started relatively on time. And the, and the big story yesterday out of St. Louis, the return of the machine, Albert Pujols, after being gone for 10 years, playing for the Los Angeles Angels slash Anaheim Angels. I hate that, by the way. You play in Anaheim. Why are you so ashamed? And the Los Angeles Dodgers. Um, Albert came home yesterday. He batted fifth in the lineup. Of course, baseball's adopted the universal DH, which for a guy like Albert is very helpful playing in the National League. He did go 0 for 5, but I honestly think the fans, and myself included, we didn't care yesterday. We were so glad to see him back. And he got a standing ovation in his first at-bat, broke down in tears. Uh, it means a lot, you know. This guy is the best card is the best cardinal since Stan Usual in terms of in terms of hitting. And for some people that are old enough to say they saw Stan play, they might even say that he was better. He's coming up on three thousand hit or he's got three thousand hits. He's pushing close to seven hundred home runs this year. Albert legitimately had the first the best ten year stretch to start a career that any major leaguers ever had. And it's really special that he's going to retire the season as a Cardinal. Also, it's Yadier Molina's final season. And yesterday, you know, and you know what? He's been in the league now 18 years, and people still have not learned not to run on this man. I I saw that clip. The Pirates tried him yesterday. Like, why? I don't care. I don't care if he's 70 in a wheelchair. He's still going to throw you out. Isn't it Wayne's last season, too? He has Uh, not officially confirmed that it is. There's a lot of speculation on it. He did pitch really well yesterday. He um, 
through six shutout innings, allowed five hits, six strikeouts. And I think he became one of the few 40-year-olds to throw six innings of shutout baseball on opening day in the history of baseball. Tyler O'Neill also, five, five RBIs yesterday. Uh, Cardinals lineup looks really formidable this year. And adding Albert in, especially against left-handed bats, is going to be just a, just a bonus. And say what you want about the man being 41 years old. He still had 17 homers last year. Still got that stride, man. But yeah. I hope you left something for nerd news since you, you may have shot your wad there. No, no, no. I got I got some nerd news as well. Uh, yesterday was just great. Also, shout out to living over in, in the Ozarks, uh, Kansas City Royals, winning their home opener yesterday against the drum roll, Cleveland da, 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 Guardians, no longer oh. the Cleveland Indians. Huh. I don't like it, but we're not getting into that. <laughs> whole, that's a whole different can of worms we were not touching. The Royals we're won yesterday. Door. So, Missouri baseball, 2-0. Opening day was fantastic yesterday. And for I'll, any I'll, make one, I'll make one comment on the Yachty throw. Like, I watched that video. Like, that was a damn close throw. Like It was, yeah, yeah. It was a close play. It could have gone either way. Like, it had a little slowed down frame by frame to see. Like, he did get him out. People are still going to say he, he was safe, but, like, I think even Yachty could tell, like, that was too close for his comfort. I honestly think at some point, Yachty or Molina has kind of earned earned reputation calls in his favor. Yep. So I, I think that's it, what it was. Yeah. Some cat, I like, definitely agree there. Well, it's, it's just, like, the ball kind of a little bit too high on the throw. It wasn't a clean, good right, like, right on the base. But it's still, I mean, again, Yachty has earned, as a veteran, and what he's done behind the plate. I mean, uh, even still to this day... There's uh, an uns uh, who is it called uh, an un uh, recordable analytic for it for it like a uh, number of runners uh, not sent when our bases stolen when Yachty or certain people are behind the plate mm-hmm. and like Yachty's got like I think one year or one point time like when Yachty's behind the plate like they're like 500 less steals a year compared to the next closest team. Team, team, think about that. That's the difference one man makes. Like he, he is absurd, and obviously we're seeing two bona fide Hall of Famers in Albert and Yachty, yeah. and a and a borderline Hall of Famer in Wainwright. It's going to be a special year for the Cardinals. Yes, and, uh, I can't I, wait. And also, I will be at Bush Stadium August the seventh to see the New York Yankees. I don't know when I'm going to go there, but I'm definitely going to make sure when I go to the games that have Albert and Yachty playing. Because the big thing about this season is Yachty's not going to be playing as much as we think. Exactly. Because they got to yeah. get the uh, – this is his last season. They're going to have to get the new uh, – or the backup catcher game time with not just plate time but bat time. Even And there's even been word that uh, they may play you – use Yachty at first base a little bit to save on his knees, which he's yep. played some first in the past. Um, but yeah, I, I, but yeah, folks, it's a, it's a really exciting time. We got major league baseball back. It's a beautiful thing. The Cubs are going to stink this year. That makes it all the better. Don't you um, like, uh, I don't care about this. Uh, sorry, Cubs fans, any Cubs fans out there, but we all know your next world series isn't for like another hundred years. So just sit back. back, just sit well, back. They sold, your bottom dollar. <laughs> well, they sold. Well, they sold off all their all their uh, key players from their 2016 team, realizing it's time to rebuild. So they're tearing the roster down. They're not going to be as bad as the Pirates are. For God forbid, they're not going to be that bad. But yeah, it's going to be a long season for for Cubbies fans. So you know, good luck to them, though. But yeah, I'm super excited about it, guys. 
let's let's take the wheel from here. What do y'all got? Well, I was just gonna say, you gotta tell the people what they've won, man. Uh, tell them what we're doing this week. Oh, also, also, one thing we passed up on as we were discussing game March Gaming Madness, we passed up on the grandeur and the spectacle that was the two night stupendous WrestleMania 38 at AT and T Stadium in Dallas, Texas, which was a much better show than I believe a lot of people were expecting. So we're gonna oh. break that down. Yep. Also, we're definitely gonna be covering that. Also, folks, in our retro rewind, as we bring that back, we're gonna take it back to the origins of YouTube. And if you didn't, if you're too young to, if you were too young to remember how YouTube was before ads, it was the it was the Wild West, and we've got some stories for you. And we're also gonna be covering MTV Trash Television, my so favorite have- era of MTV. Let's be honest. <laughs> Oh, yeah, totally, man. The, the golden age of the, the debauchery. It's oh, why there's a lot of 30-somethings have have really bad knees from watching certain sh- programs on MTV, and we're going to break that down. And we'll also have nerd news for all for, for you all as well. Actually, folks, we're going to get ready to dive right on in there. What do you say we go ahead and we adjourn to the nerd of the news, and we can get this party going? Let's, Let's roll. Let's do it. Guys, welcome back to the Nerd News Corner. And this week, we've got some pretty big news. Obviously, we had some awesome stuff happen in the music world. We had a band that has not been and produced an album, or not an album, but a single song in 28 years has come back and graced our ears with its presence. And then also, we've got some good little talk between the other two over there. Byron's going to talk about whatever but the fuck Byron's going to talk about. <laughs> I talk about anything, everything I want to, sir. Oh, it's like that, huh? Man, his ass has already been chapped this morning or this afternoon at this point. Yeah. I think you fired him up, but you know what? Maybe the insults are a good thing. It got him motivated. Uh, I mean, it must have. I don't know. What 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 does the small titty delegation say over there, Byron? I mean, titties have never mattered that much to me. I've always been a fat ass girl. Uh, a fat ass man. <laughs> You've been a fat ass girl. Oh. Whoa, hold on, sir. Pause. Maybe you're standing on the wrong side of things at the wedding. I'm wondering that. Uh, It's been a long day, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we've all we've all had long days. And on my end of nerd news, uh, Rockstar making an announcement for a remaster of two games and a classic franchise that they are looking to get a little bit of extra buzz and probably to get people to stop talking about Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah, that's, that's probably really going to work. That That'll last all of two seconds and then they're going to be back to you. Where's Grand Theft Auto 6, Rockstar? Mm-hmm. You promised us Grand Theft Auto 6. Oh, people are still going to be chirping, man. I could definitely it see never it. never ends. Well, over here in the Mossman camp, Pink Floyd decided to release their new song, Hey, Hey, Rise Up. I'm pretty excited about this. You know, I'm a fan of David Gilmour. Great guitar player. I mean, Pink Floyd's you know, an iconic band. Oh, absolutely. You know, Dark Side of the Moon, man. The Wall, you know, two great albums right there. But it's just, to me, you know, something like that doesn't happen very often where we actually mm-hmm. have all the members still around to give us something new. Usually exactly. there's a substitution or something else, but I mean, that's my exciting news for it. I mean, I, I was pretty pleased with the track overall. It was balanced and solid. It's a kind of a, it gets you up and going a little bit, you know? 
for me, big news in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Phase 4 movies are really starting to kick off and get going. Uh, this later in, uh, I believe it's early May. Let me double check that. For uh, we Tickets for Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. Tickets went on sale this last Wednesday. So they're already pre-selling the tickets for this movie. It has got a lot of hype going into it. There's talk that we're going to possibly see uh, Charles Xavier from the original X-Men movies in this movie. So like, I'm happy to see Patrick Stewart. Yes, like there's a lot of hype behind this movie. There's a lot of like speculations. I believe we got another trailer not too long ago. I've not seen that yet, but I'll have to take a look at it. Uh, but let me take a look at that date real quick. Speaking of Marvel movies and you know Marvel properties and stuff, have you guys seen the terrible shot of reviews on Morbius? Oh, slammed. I, I here's here's the thing on that. Here's the thing on that. It's a it's not everybody's got this thing. If it has Marvel on it, they think it's gonna be this great, amazing piece of uh, like a film. It's not a Disney movie. It's a Sony movie, and Sony oh, does. Yeah. The, there's and Sony Spider Verses have always been a darker tone. Well, the problem with I guess a lot of people are having they felt like it's very universally copy paste with. Morbius, you know, and a lot of people have issue with freaking Jared Leto's method acting. I mean, the guy gets extensively into character, and it's just, you know, it didn't work, obviously, for the Joker, and I feel like that people were already walking in with a bad taste in their mouths, uh, but, you know, we had hopes with the trailers. I feel like, and I mean, I personally have not watched it, but, you know, like, when IMDB gives something like a 5.2 out of 10, that well, kind of My question is this. Bit. Is that critics or is that audience? I want to say with IMDb, it's usually an audience review. It's not a critic. Not like, always. You know, I like think I, they have both. They're and, separate. And a lot of the Sony movies have gotten some really crappy <laughs> critic reviews and had some decent, like really decent uh, fan reviews. So my, my opinion on this is this. Ignore the critics. Go in with open mind. Enjoy it. Like, if you want an opinion on a movie... Don't look at the critic reviews. Look at the fan reviews. So if you want to see Morbius, look at what fans are saying about it. If it's good, it's bad, if it's mixed, just base it off that. But the critics are giving it a hard time. It's because they're trying to compare uh, comic book movies to things like The Godfather. Oh, I know. And I agree with you on that, Byron. Yeah, I mean, I'm right. Just That's thing ridiculous. Is, my, my really only point in that this whole thing was is that, one, I mean, I, I already had shallow, you know, expectations at this point but i mean i'm willing to give anything a chance but you know they say a lot of the good stuff was in the trailers there really wasn't anything i mean else really wild. morbius is not kind of like from what i understand like morbius has not really been like a mainstream comic book character like it's it's more of a, he's more of an obscure one like i mean grant he's a marvel character but still like it's not one that's like you say the name people are like oh yeah i know who that is Honestly, yeah, I, I mean, I'm doing more for the animated series, to be honest with you. So, oh yeah. So anyway, the Doctor Strange movie releases May 6th, so get those tickets while you can. It's going to be a sold-out show. I will be in Chicago that weekend. Yeah. I will be enjoying the fine things. Well, dude, I'm going to be over watching Inflames Trivium 
Lamb of God and Megadeth. Uh, oh yeah, you're. Uh, oh, aren't you taking uh, Miranda's uh, concert cherry? Metal cherry. Well, it's not. It's metal cherry. She's been to plenty of concerts, but she has not been to a metal show. And you're doing. What do you doing say we guys we venture from? I'm, I know. I'm telling you. What do you say we venture from the outhouse to the penthouse? Let's talk about WrestleMania. Ooh. Uh, oh. Yes, please. Let's shout. Uh, first and foremost, um, anybody who joined uh, my Facebook live stream for WrestleMania weekend, at least on Saturday night, uh, thank you very much. You got to see my daughter officially mark out for the first time. That was fantastic. Y'all, by the way, Bianca Belair is her girl. Just want to put that out there. She's like, I like that was quality fucking parenting. She's like, I like her ponytail, Daddy. And she also told me I had to root for Becky Lynch. (laughs) I mean, it's not a bad thing to root for. Becky's an amazing female wrestler. It was a great match, honestly. I think of night one, that was the best match. I really do. Um, But uh, looking at night one, man. Hey, the big yeah, and the big shock also the return of the American Nightmare, uh, the prodigal son Cody Rhodes as the surprise, well, not surprise announcement of uh, Seth Rollins' mystery opponent. As he said, worst kept secret in wrestling. And the best, the coolest thing is he got to keep his music because, as it turns out, you know, he, Cody Rhodes owns his own theme song. He's been able to use it in every yep. promotion he's been in. Nice. Yeah. So, so you know, the funny thing there, though, you know, the band that actually does his theme song? Down straight. Yeah, they also also performs uh, Dolph Ziggler's theme and the Miz's. Zack Ryder's. Yeah. Zack Well, I mean, not the former Zack Ryder. Former Zack Ryder. But here's the thing, though: they are actually a contracted WWE band that they tap for music quite frequently. Yeah, I mean, it would only make sense to allow them to use that music because you know what? Oh, hey, we already pay for them for licensing anyway, so why the fuck not? Also. and the whole like thing about Cody Rhodes' worst kept secret, like it, we didn't live in the day age of technology. Like back in the day, nobody would have known that was happening. But it's because it, it's so it's almost impossible to keep that kind of thing like hush hush in this day and age. So it's it's not possible. The last time that we had like some pretty good secrets were probably in the early two thousands, like two thousand five, two thousand six. I that mean, was still early younger te- technology where there wasn't much like the sheets online, and you still had. The sheets were always there. It's just that uh, for years they the the sheets were always for the talent. If they were, if they actually were marks and would read, and I hate using that term by the way, but if they actually wanted to know stuff, then those uh, those newsletters, magazines, those were for the talent. Um, but back to the card. Uh, night one was honestly, it, I it was so good and full of so much energy. I didn't think that night two could hold up. We had. Obviously, the uh, return of the Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, which was not billed as a match, but boy, did it turn into a match. A 14-minute, no-holds-barred match. You know what kills me, Kyle? You know, speaking of things like that, and Mark and stuff like that, it killed me when Undertaker at his retirement said, you know, at the ceremony, where he's like, oh, sometimes they're squash matches. I mean, enhancement matches. Yeah, I'm like, oh, come on, man. Dude, dude, exactly what I thought. And that's another thing we'll get into here uh, before we uh, redirect back to running down the matches and the moments of the weekend is the Hall of Fame Friday night. He got the longest standing ovation I've seen anybody get at the Hall of Fame. And he and he always said that 
he could go out and do an Undertaker promo in front of 15, 20,000 people like it's no big deal. But speaking as himself, as Mark Calloway, the man, is very tough. And he admitted it was going to be hard for him to to handle handle that. But after he almost broke down in just ugly tears, and he, he controlled that room. He gave about a 40 to 45-minute speech. Some people called it a TED Talk because he was out there giving life life advice and telling stories and just talking about his family and his children and everything. And yeah, honestly, it, that's a that's a very, very humbled man. Things, oh, I definitely put the work in. He earned earned his TED talk. No, there's no doubt about that he did. And everybody else who got inducted had their time to shine. It wasn't wasn't a long ceremony. And of course, let's put show some respect to our the other inductees, the late uh, big Van Vader. Um Queen Charmel, Booker T's real life wife, and of course, the finally brothers. the Steiner brothers. Finally, and dude, I was I was glad he acknowledged that he's like sometimes it's good to give me a mic, sometimes it goes bad. And immediately, really, Rick took the mic from him. <laughs> I really enjoyed the, the best thing of that, aside from the Undertaker induction, was his story about the cows. He's like, I'm pretty sure Macho Man knew those cows. Scott, <laughs> Scotty Steiner is a one percenter in so many senses. Oh, God. Uh, Dude, I mean, between that and the Steiner math, oh, God. Well, there's a lot more than just Steiner math out there. Um, as as a shout-out to one of my favorite YouTubers, Brian Zane, Wrestling with Regret, said, Scott Steiner is why the Internet was invented. <laughs> but also the uh, Warrior Award. He was our first meme, to be, tell you the truth. He was our first meme. But uh, the Warrior Award recipient also that night, the late, great Shad Gaspard, uh, if you know his story, of course, he uh, former member of the tag team Crime Time in WWE. And about two years ago, his uh, he and his son were caught in a riptide and the Coast Guard rescued them both. But he got taken under and his last words were save my son. And he sacrificed his life for his son and um, his widow and son and also former tag partner JTG. Uh, went on stage to receive the award, and it was so cool. JTG and his son did the old crime time high five, and that got a lot of people in, in very, very emotional. And if you haven't, if you haven't, guy, if, if you haven't, if you haven't taken a time to watch it yet, check it out. The Hall of Fame's on Peacock. Uh, going back to WrestleMania, though, night one, we had an unfortunate injury in the opening match. It was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Titles, and Boogs tore both his quad and patella tendon at the same time. Ouch. Trying, kept putting both of the Usos on his shoulders, and his leg gave out. And, of course, the Usos retained in that match. You also had, uh, once again, Bianca re won the Raw Women's Championship from uh, Becky Lynch in a tremendous match. That makes Bianca 2-0 at WrestleMania, and both of her wins are championships. That's a, that's a hell of a start. Could we be seeing a birth of a streak? Uh, I don't know about all that. Um, but you know, no, just enjoy, I don't think enjoy, we're ready for another one, to be honest with you. Just enjoy it for what it is. And honestly, there shouldn't be another, there shouldn't be another one. This way, Undertaker's remains special forever you know what i mean i think that uh, does need to stay preserved honestly though i was really happy to see you know the outcome of the brock lesnar and roman reigns match I i'm glad that they went to the guy that's going to be there full time it's not even that it's the fact that uh that match went home really early because roman's shoulder popped out of place while being put in the kimura lock and then he popped his shoulder back in place but you could tell a post-match his shoulder his left shoulder was jacked up 
because he couldn't even lift one of the championships all the way up. So that match had to go home early because there were 13 minutes left in the show when it ended. Uh, opening night two, Triple H came out and he uh, thanked the crowd, did the opening pyro and ballyhoo, and officially called it a career. He left his boots in the ring. I mean, I was actually pretty sad to see the conclusion of that because, I mean, I've always enjoyed the game. He's either been your favorite villain or he's been part of your favorite tag team, Sable. I mean, it, it's it's hard to, you know, not think of a moment and not consider the game being in it. You know, so many great yeah. WrestleMania moments, so many moments in Hell in the Cells. You know, so many great moments in general. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, like I said, one of your greatest staples of all time, he was with DX. I mean, DX, not even DX, Evolution. Evolution as well, too. I mean, the man has been able to, kind of in the same sense as Undertaker, he's been able to capture lightning in the bottle and to be able to preserve his legacy. Absolutely. In a way that helped him emulate his character. Absolutely. And... You know, you could tell it was very hard for him, um, but for one man to retire and then another to have a huge mania match also, let's, let's put some respect on Edge, who recently turned back to the dark side the way it's intended to. Got a new theme song as well. It's The Other Side yeah. by Alter Bridge, and he's in the process of forming a new stable of villains. His th- his entrance was so sick. Like he rose up from around. It, it looked like a combination of the Ministry meets the Brute from back in the day. He rose up on a throne surrounded by fire. And it was all dark and broody and purple lighting and black, and it just looked sick. Um, I enjoyed his new ring attire. Actually, oh yeah, something. no doubt it was cool. Honestly, I think it was a little bit of a nod to Taker because it had like a bunch of hands rising up, and it was and there were purple yes. tights, so that was really cool. Um, you know, and the Johnny Knoxville thing, once again, a guy like Dave Meltzer hated it. Of course, Jim Cornette, the traditionalist he is, was going to absolutely hate it. But the Internet loved it. And by God, I've never laughed so hard in my life. They used the giant hand from Jackass. Oh, God. It smacked yeah. dog shit out of Sami Zayn. I about pissed my pants. <laughs> Dude, I enjoyed the taser. That was probably one of my favorite parts. Oh, yeah, and also the remote control pyro <laughs> that burned his back up. I mean, or, 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 or the nut always... that Wee Man tried to set up. Wee Man slammed Sami Zayn. Oh, man. There's, there's always one gimmick match at WrestleMania. There's always just one. But here's the, you know, the funny thing is he never talks about King whenever he took on uh what's his name, Kaufman or uh, Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You never hear him say shit about that, though. He's like, oh, it was a great match. You know, this it got people talking. Isn't this doing the same damn thing? It's getting people talking. That's the point, And it did. Uh, and also, Sami Zayn did speak about the match, saying he's ne- that it was the most fun match he's ever had in his entire career. Uh, but I would say he and Kevin Owens were the MVPs of this week, and how fitting they're 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 lifelong best friends. Kevin Owens got to wrestle his idol his idol growing up, and share the ring with him. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, who by the way in his match, the more beer he drank, the faster he got. <laughs> so thus that, that proving, is true. Yeah, thus proving that dude runs on beer. We've always thought that. <laughs> but he's more beer than man. <laughs> exactly. 
And uh, and another and another thing, uh, since we want to talk about um, like specialty matches, Pat McAfee absolutely delivered with Austin Theory. Dude, dude came up to seven Botchamania. nation. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're, we're gonna get to that. Holy shit, <laughs> we're gonna get to that. But oh, Pat McAfee comes out as you know, former NFL. He was an all-decade punter, but as it turns out, the dude always wanted to be a wrestler first and foremost. Football was a secondary thing. He retired at 29 to train to wrestle. He's 34. That's what blows my mind is that he's my, he's our age. That's crazy. Yeah. And he comes out to Seven Nation Army. He's got the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders coming out with him. He wins <laughs> the match. It was a good match. And then he gets 76-year-old Mr. McMahon all hot. And then Vince throws his jacket off. And I'm, and I'm literally I'm watching this. I'm like, dude, please tell me this is not happening. Like, do not get your old ass in the ring. He got his old ass in the ring. And he won. He beat Pat McAfee. Technically, would this be considered as his last match too? I think I think so. And apparently, and when word came out today that he wanted that he had proposed himself to wrestle three months ago, and the creative team told him it was a bad idea, but you ain't going to convince Vince that him getting in the ring ain't a bad idea if he wants to. It's his but, damn. Well, he wants, it's his damn show, but at the same time, like I said. He, he's one of those guys who wants to go out with his boots on, man. He wants I mean, to. Not just that. It's everybody growing up in our, from our era, like we loved watching him get the crap kicked out of my stone cold. Like Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> like, he fucking went jello-legged, man. <laughs> that, I, I think Linda McMahon gave a, sold a, took a better stunner than Vince. I don't if, know. McAfee really showed me some spirit there when he just like was like a beer fountain when he got it hit on him. Wasn't that a <laughs> that was beautiful? Like he stood there and sprayed beer like like a cascading like like a cascading fountain. And he was supposed to be on the ring outside uh, like selling the stunner. The camera caught this dude chugging beer while laying on the mat outside the ring. He was having <laughs> the time of his damn life. Like you can you tell that's right. an attitude era kid right then and there. Yep. Mania was a fun, fun weekend. It was very entertaining. We got new champions. Obviously, Cody Rhodes feels like a big, big, big deal once again. And he's on the biggest stage possible to do it. And it, it, it was a, it was a great time. And once again, folks, if you checked it out, awesome. If so, you haven't, it's on Peacock. We got to talk so, about his promo on Monday. We got to talk about it. Hold on, okay. hold on. So a question for Kyle. So do you feel that WWE has finally earned some goodwill back from uh, – from people? Oh, absolutely. Uh, th- this, was a, so. this was a starting point. Now you've got to capitalize. What are you going to do afterwards? And on Monday Night Raw, Raw after Mania, which the show overall was just okay compared to the expectations of past Raw after Mania shows, giving Cody an open mic in which he did reveal that, that his, his promo was a complete shoot, um, especially the story about Dusty, where he, he puts on the, a, the only photo of Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, the son of a plumber, if you will, daddy, holding the WWWF championship in 1977 at Madison Square Garden. And he tells the story about when he asked his, to, asked his dad, I didn't know that you were the WWF champion. And he said, I wasn't. And he told him how he lost the, he won the match on a DQ but didn't win the title. Cody Rhodes has already planted his seeds he wants to be the WWE champion and do the one thing that no member of his family ever did. So there you go. 
And but now I we're finally like getting somebody that can be the hero that feels like a genuine hero because he tried that over in AEW, but now this is the perfect platform for him to be and, the best babyface to go up against a big heel Roman Reigns. That, and that's this the is what we've been wanting. Exactly. And now you have somebody that the audience, not to say that people, obviously the people got behind Cowboy Brock, but having someone full time that exactly. the people can get behind. There's just a certain energy, and the pop was more massive than I thought it would be. As soon as you saw him come up there and you heard the music, oh my god! Yeah, oh no, I I, I screamed on my on on my live feed uh, as soon as as soon as uh, the words wrestling has more than one royal family. I geeked. I mean, we we most of us knew that's who it was going to be. If they swerved oh, and it was somebody like Shane McMahon, I think that would have just broke the show and ruined everything. <laughs> Uh, Shane wouldn't have been there. It had to be Cody or it had to be somebody else down the Well, road. there was know. rumors about Shane because he was um, he was there visiting for the weekend. But, folks, WrestleMania 38 was a definite thumbs up in, in this guy's books. And it's on Peacock and two parts, of course. So check it out anytime. Um, it was magnificent. Well, guys, we say we go ahead and dive into the TV trash of yesteryear. Let's talk about, <laughs> let's talk about the MTV days of the early 2000s where we had Jackass, the Wild Boys. We had Viva La Bam. We had Ridiculousness. We well, had, we still have Ridiculousness. Not on I'm talking level. about the beginning Ridiculousness. Not on that level. Okay, okay. They have, tamed that shit, they have taken that shit down a lot. And then you had Real World, remember? And it, well, of course, oh that's what. That's, how do you think we got the Miz? I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's uh, honestly, so, I have more candid memories about Viva La Bam than I do Jackass. But I do. I do like Wild Boys. I just remember the episode of Billy Idol sticks to me the most. Ah, uh, yes. They cut, the, they cut the roof out of the fucking Hummer. Uh, no, it was the and, no, it was the Lambo. Oh, it was the Lambo. Yeah, you're no, right. Out of the fucking Lambo. The, the cutting the Hummer was, uh, was I think it was like season two when uh, Johnny and Bam had the prank war and Johnny and Dunn oh, yeah, cut the yeah, roof yeah. out of Bam's Hummer while he was asleep. Oh, God. I mean, that's one of those things I remember. And then, of course, I remember, I am terrible with names, but I remember like Wee Man appearing on like the Wild Boys, the Snake Venom episode where they got bitten the testicles by the <laughs> fucking Cobras. See, God. see that's see that's some Caucasian shit. See, that's just stuff. That's something we ain't even trying to do. Uh, I I that's remember. On, on our level. And see, uh, for folks, if you remember in the mid two thousands, I know with Jackass start on its own on its own time slot, but Sun MTV had a Sunday night block called the Sunday Stew. This was like for this was my high school staple. And from seven to nine, you had um, you had Pimp My Ride, Punked. Viva La Bam and Wild Boys. Eight o'clock was 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 my time with Bam, and let me tell you something. And obviously, you know, we're all rooting for Bam to try to get himself right. He's you know been struggling for years with his addictions and depressions and things of that nature, and big fan of his. But in those days, like, imagine if TikTok existed in like two thousand three. That's yeah. what Viva. La, that's what Viva La Bam was basically is the origins of TikTok and Vine. Uh, I mean, yeah, like. You're not wrong there. So this dude is like pulling every prank known to man on his on his mother and father and his late now late uncle and just he he said like MTV gave him a budget of a quarter of a million dollars and did not and told him do whatever you want and film it. 
we don't care what you do, just just go. And obviously, we got what we got. So my favorite episode of that is actually the second episode. It's where they challenged his dad, Phil, where he could not eat for 24 hours. The only thing he could have was cold water and hot water. And they did the most ridiculous things to discourage him from eating. Like they even bought they got a plane and even like flew letters up in the air that said, don't feed Phil. Dude bought a (laughs) billboard in downtown Philly with Phil's face on it. And it said, don't feed Phil. Every restaurant he went to had flyers with his face on it, and he would try to sneak food and shit. It's like, don't <laughs> feed this man. So, like, the whole thing was, and then there was, they had the band Turbo Negro, and that's actually, and that's, an, that's another thing oh. that Jackass and, like, Bam introduced me to a lot of bands I like, and Jared, you wound up liking, you know, back in the day, like him and Clutch and, you know, Mastodon and Lamb of God and bands like that. KY. KY. Um, but they actually they they had the concert there and then Bad found brains, out that they found out Don Vito or uh, ape called Bam and found out Don Vito ordered a pizza out of state, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> they ordered a pizza in Delaware to be delivered to Pennsylvania so Phil could oh, eat gosh. because this way it doesn't count. Bam gets pissed. <laughs> they bring the concert to their house. And like they blindfold Phil once he gets to 24 hours of no food and then feed him like random concoctions of whatever. So there was like one where they fed him like like sour cream and olive, one fruity pebble and uh, and a uh, and a Pringle. And he had to eat it blindfolded. And like God he was damn. eating everything uh, that they fed him blindfolded and shit. Um, okay. There was that episode where there's the, the prank war with Johnny Knoxville. Um but that one had Sean Penn in it as well, and they, they like hacked up his car. Mm-hmm. Um, then you also have the episode where where Ape, where Ape couldn't complain about anything for twenty four whole hours, and they just fucked with her to oh. no extent. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, TV at that time was just—it's crazy to think reckless what they could get away with back in the day before more censorship than we originally had. Yeah, no joke, like. A lot of stuff that um, Jackass put on, like, you couldn't do that on today's TV. No, no, you can't. It, it's just crazy. Like, I can't remember the movie. I think it was Jackass 2, the movie. Like, they like they milked and drank uh, stuff out of a horse. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Horse <laughs> children. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that in theaters. Damn. Well, guys, we say we go ahead and we jump back and flash back into our retro rewind. Hello. As, as we're going to talk about the golden age of YouTube. And personally, one of my favorites, Chocolate Rain. Oh, my oh God. God. Whoa. Whoa. Dude, I, I haven't heard that in, what, since I graduated? Jeez. He still makes appearances on certain shows on YouTube. No kidding. No. Uh, there's an episode of uh, I can't remember what it, ah, I have to look like it's like uh, some channel like to do like a lot of like get like certain age groups together and they'll react. They got like a lot of YouTubers together to react to old uh, uh, YouTube videos, and he was on there. He had to react to his own video. Star Wars guy too, dude. That was another one I remember. Numa Numa guy. Numa Numa. Uh, here's Numa, one for Numa. you. The early Hi, days of hey. the early days of Niga Higa. How to be Asian and how to be ninja. <laughs> oh god which i i didn't know who he was days. for years uh also remember we're gonna get a little gross here y'all so disclaimer 
And if you want, if you never heard of this, we do not encourage you to look it up. But remember when Two Girls One Cup was on YouTube? Yes, that and salsa snack. Ooh. That actually, <laughs> I watched that in a college uh, computer lab. Actually, Two Girls uh-huh. One Cup, and all the and and then the computer crashed. Did you? Did the you terrible, know? terrible things that Kyle. resided on the internet. Did you know? Well, fun fact for that video. Did you know that that what we saw on YouTube was only a trailer? Yeah, it's actually a full movie. The full film. And it's so in the United so States. Thank God. Thank, thank you for telling me that. Now I know that I've never actually seen the whole thing and can go the rest of my life not having seen the whole thing. And then, like, Dude, two guys, the- one knife is brutal too. Or oh, two God. dudes let's, in the sandbox. Let's, let's, let's get away from that. Like, let's, let's, let's get away from the, the really dark stuff that uh, – was on there, but that like, was on that was on the earlier things there too. That was things that could slip by under the radar yeah. on YouTube back in the day, folks. Yeah, some really you dark could literally stuff. put these things on there. Then you uh, also had some you also had some really foul uh, cartoon sketches on there as well. You guys uh, remember favorite. the Pain Olympics? No, dude, we're, we're going away from that, dude. We're not go, we're, we're done with this talk <laughs> on that stuff. We're going away. Now, cartoons, <laughs> like I said, uh, llamas with hats. Uh, yes, llamas with hats. Oh, that kills people. Candy Mountain, out. Charlie. Shun the non-believer. Ugh. Man. You know, I always considered it, it was like the Wild West of the early days of YouTube. And also remember, no ads, and videos could only be 10 minutes. Yeah. Also... Salad fingers. Yeah. Do you remember... Do you remember one of the best uh, shows to come out of YouTube? Red versus Blue. Oh hell yeah, dude! We you actually had we church. actually had red versus blue in our high school newspaper. Like the videos that put out just from like the multiplayer of Halo. Like oh my god! And I enjoyed the, the dude. I enjoyed the stories of Sarge talking about how a woman could lift a tank to save her baby. <laughs> oh good lord! <laughs> what, what's that? What's that? Tr- that car, uh, car look like? I don't know if it's some kind of uh, big cat or something. A puma? Yeah, that's it. And Sarge said, "Tell him caboose." Yes. <laughs> caboose is loose. Caboose was a moron. Uh, oh, Church, I uh, can't feel my torso. <laughs> was it? Was it Private Cupcake? The one with the pink armor? Oh yes, dude. You know something else that was on YouTube, and then they decided to put it on like G4 TV and stuff. Happy Tree Friends. Oh God. I got. Have you guys seen the meme about Happy Tree Friends? Where it says, yeah, uh, it's, it's from, it's from face, it's from, uh, it's from online. And when it was on Netflix, it popped up on somebody's for you page for like, uh, horror, like graphic things. Like, oh, this show looks really horrible and graphic. And then later on, it says, I regret everything. I was wrong. Like, that show was one of those ones that, like, how the hell did it squeak on like a television network? It looks so like so innocent, and then you watch it, and you're like, "One of two things happen: either you laugh your ass off, or you cringe and run away." I don't know. We had like the groundbreaker like that, like Ren and Stimpy, but like you know, when you have Nothing a bunny like trying to fry up its own brains. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. oh God. Or, oh. you know, it can't be as bad as the moment in South Park where you had the demonic animals in the forest all pumping. Uh, I mean, borderline, <laughs> very borderline. Like yeah. the, uh, the 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 PTSD uh, 
little critter. I can't remember what it was, but it might have been a squirrel or something like that. But like every time someone set him off, he just go on a killing rampage. Oh God, yes, that was actually I believe based off of Conquer in a way. I think somebody had said that once before. One of the creators was like, "Yeah, we we took a lot of TV ideas and bastardized them." Oh, and then like it was one of the worst parts was that little the little kid uh, Beaver or whatever I think it was. He, he not even that little child was safe in that show. No, you guys oh. remember this too. Let's talk while we're talking about television. You guys remember Spike TV back in the day? Oh, Stripperella. love Spike TV, and that show was garbage. <laughs> Stripperella, you had that. You remember Kick Notorious? The way that he Dude. would communicate, he's like, Goddamn cock phone. <laughs> oh, god. Uh, Spike, I, I TV, remember... Spike TV was a blast. It was like it was like a more socially accepted version of MTV's like car crash TV. Also, remember the show Mansers? Blue Mountain State. Mansers had the they had the lady on there who had the uh, like the largest breast and she crushed a soda can with one of her breasts. It was dude, just dude, yeah, I remember that. Oh god, dude, the Man Show. How we got Jimmy Kimmel? Yep, juggies jump, girls jumping on trampolines and juggies. <laughs> that was on there and then it was on comedy central man yeah. those were yeah well we have our host jimmy kill and adam carolla and i'm just oh like oh my god juggies yeah. juggies and then of course uh ziggy zoggy ziggy zoggy oh 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 ziggy zoggy ziggy zoggy oh 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 geez take it back, back yeah no question like uh, it was a really wild west time, but also uh, since we were we were discussing you know the origins of YouTube, gotta put big respect on the on the I call him the Godfather of YouTube because he's still doing it to this day. James Rolfe, Cinemassacre, originally the uh, yes. ang- originally as just James Nintendo nerd on YouTube, and then put everything on his website Cinemassacre. Of course, famously the Angry Video Game Nerd, or as he called himself, the fucking nerd. Uh, you remember the Angry strong. Nintendo Nerd was his old thing back in the day. Yeah, it was the, uh, season one was the Angry Nintendo Nerd, and then, you know, branched out. Um, of course, you can buy all of his seasons on DVD and Blu-ray. That is just insane. And they're all done in, like, the style of Mega Man X uh, covers and Mega Man style covers. Uh, Great which, watching, too. Yeah. Oh, and, back to the past to the games that suck ass. Play the yes. shitty games that suck ass. Actually, I fell asleep today listening to season five because he has all of his seasons in long form on YouTube. And I used to go to the comments and they're like, this dude makes money off of people going to sleep. You know what <laughs> I did not too long ago? I turned on the Action 52 episode and that's what I passed out to the other day. Oh no, Cheetah Men. Cheetah Men. And then they had the one that was an obs- absurd remake or not remake, but they had Cheetah Men 2. It was supposed and the, to be released. And the cartridge like has no no art on it or anything no they I, just put the thing on there and then they reused the cartridge from the fucking action 52 i i got one for you guys Shoot. do you remember how back in the day people were able to upload full movies and get away with it oh completely and tv episodes yep yep dude piracy Absolutely. back in the day was so unreal also that how do you uh, that's how a lot of people used to watch like old school raws and stuff on youtube and smackdowns and stuff and mm-hmm. some of the stuff you can still find. It's better to look on Daily Motion, I might add. Much better. Goes uh, mm-hmm. th- it goes untracked on Daily Motion. But uh, yeah, you can watch like all your classic episodes. This is pre-streaming, uh, guys. It was if you didn't grow up with it, if you're one of our younger listeners, it was a wild time. But the fact is, sometimes the Wild West is the most fun place to be. Oh yeah, you guys I, remember, I remember Newgrounds? I don't. No, don't, I don't remember that one. 
it was like absurd like video or like pretty much flash games you could play. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about because uh, I watched an episode, uh, an old episode of Marky Plyer, who's another an old YouTuber that's still going strong to this day. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched a couple uh, some he's got some uh, put, play some games from uh, Newground. Yeah, there's, there's some really old like there's just some very cheesy flash games. Well, guys, it's been a hell of a week, hasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. yeah, it has. And waxing poetic about what we do best. You know, had, folks had to get back to basics, you know, which, like I said, we tr- we tried something new. Had fun putting it all together, but, hey, feedback's feedback, and we want to make sure that we're getting back to what you want. Exactly, folks. And you know what? Just because, it, it, you know, something new is always fun to try, but we want to make you guys happy. We want to be, you know take care of our listeners you know that's the biggest thing there you guys are the reason why we're here and why we produce this content and so, because we I, fucking love to do it anyway <laughs> i mean yeah, period i mean well it's, it's, it's fun for us to sit here and shoot the bull every week and let you guys listen to our random conversations and that's because that that's all boils down to like literally these are the, these are the kind of phones these are these are our phone calls y'all like just if you ever wonder what we talk about on a on a semi regular, this is it for the most Pretty part. Much. And we just wanted to, we just wanted to let y'all into our worlds a little bit. And uh, you know, Mister Mister Flat Chested Committee uh, Chairman over there, I will wave my flag proudly. You do that. You do that because I ain't it. Uh, <laughs> you know what, guys? The thing we got to look forward to this next few weeks. Obviously, summer's gearing up. Be ready once again, folks. I, I advertised it last, the last episode, but the lawn porn is on its way. It's already started, folks. You already started. Please. You texted us, like, two pictures already. Pray for our yeah, souls. Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to share it with the people. I'm going to lay a really nice thing there. Yard care tips, folks. <laughs> hey, maybe, you know, that's something we could contribute to the show. I mean, you ain't going to get me. I don't have as big a yard as you do, and Byron doesn't have a yard at all. Nope. We still need a game of touch football. I am not letting that go. Well, let my no, knee no. get better. It if, buckled if last no, night. No, no, no. If we're going to play football, we're playing flag football. We're not playing this touch crap. No, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely play some flag. And, hey, I'm still fast. I'm down, then. Still Dude, we will catch up to you. You'll be busy laughing because the grass will be tickling your balls. <laughs> and fuck you. We, like, we almost made it to the finish line. Almost. <laughs> Well, folks, I'm going to take us out this week. And please remember, be kind and always rewind. And we will see you next week. With our really scheduled programming. Exactly, folks. Get jazzed and get the fuck ready. Shit's getting real. See you next week. Later, y'all. Peace.